The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook, one of the best NFL betting podcasts in the galaxy. Just Google it. Just Google it. Anybody that's ever reviewed betting podcasts and listened or watched, they have us top five or at least top ten. We got to be number one. We got to try to be number one everywhere. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. I think we've been doing this show for maybe seven years at this point. Here's what we do. 30 minutes or less. We make our picks for every game in the NFL every week. And we also review how we did the week before. So you can keep us honest, we can keep you honest, and we can see and tabulate the results. You can check me out on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. That's the Ross Tucker Podcast Network social media handles on Twitter and Instagram. And then, of course, you can always watch the show, YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, which it sounds like more and more people are doing. I freely admit, however, that I am not the star of the show. The star of the show is Steve Fezzik. He is a professional better. He is the only two-time winner of the Super Contest at the Westgate, the biggest contest that's out there. He joins me every week and... We have a mutual connection joining us today who joins about once a year, maybe a little bit more than that. He's a good buddy of mine from my hometown who is also, I guess, like one of Steve's star pupils, the great (laughs) Paul Roberts from the Newhouse School of Journalism at Syracuse, at Paul Roberts Cuse. Steve is at Fezzik Sports. Is that a fair description, Steve, of Paul in your mind? Absolutely. And so Paul went ahead and we talked about betting syndicates. So Paul and I had, I guess, a subdivision of a betting syndicate where he was making plays and we were just sharing in on the results. And it was a very successful. What did we do with that for about three months, Paul? And then you started getting backed off um, limited and you got a new job and it was like time to just break the bank. And and I, I still give him my plays, but now he's independent. Is that accurate? 
That that's one hundred percent accurate. And Ross was talking about rankings. This is my favorite podcast. And as someone who went to the Newhouse School for Journalism at Syracuse, I'm a pretty harsh critic when it comes to evaluating the media. I had a lot of professors that were hard on me, people that were in the the business, and their standards were high. My standards are very high. You guys have the secret sauce here. You have. One of the best pro better than Steve. You have a former player in Ross who knows the X's and O's. He knows the players, the coaches, and you limit it to 30 minutes. In a two-hour podcast, this is the TikTok generation. I'm not saying it's right. not saying I like it. But to try and hold people's attention for that long, I don't agree with that formula. So this is my favorite podcast. I listen all the time. Uh, I've learned so much from... Steve, I know on Twitter sometimes he comes across a little rough, but uh, he he has been <laughs> he has been so uh, helpful to me. And uh, people may know Taylor Swift is from Why Missing, like Ross. But I would ask this: Did T Swift ever block Richard Seymour? No. Advantage Tucker. And hey, Paul, <laughs> I- I'm not sure I did either. <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a, win and a miss. Well, you know, I, we, mean, I, I was out there. No, I blocked him a couple times, and I was so happy after those plays that I was able to. He was so good, man. Uh, no, I mean, obviously, as an offensive lineman, I blocked him a lot, but he was he was awesome. Uh, really appreciate the kind words, Paul. So here's what we thought we would do today. Paul is basically one of Steve's pupils. Because, Paul, correct me if I'm wrong, you didn't really know a whole lot about betting before you started listening to the show and before you started working with Steve, right? I wouldn't say I didn't know a whole lot, but I wasn't doing things correctly from a numbers perspective. I always knew sports. I mean, true story. In junior high, I'd have classmates call me up because their parents had an office pool for the NCAA tournament. And I had to be on the phone, you know, that this is before you had cell phones and texting and I'm giving them every pick on the bracket. This is like seventh grade. I'm doing it. And I still have high school buddies. Every time March comes around, they call me for, you know, their NCAA tournament pick. So I I've been, if I could uh, plead the fifth, you know, I don't want to incriminate myself, but I've been, I've been doing this for a long time, but Steve gave me so many valuable tips and edges that the the average Joe, I don't think, follows. And I thought with the season coming up football-wise that this would be a good time to to go over some of those things. I also have a few picks that we can get to, too. Ooh, I like it. Well, speaking of edges, by the way, I've gotten a huge edge lately with AG1. That's Athletic Green's. So awesome for my gut health, which I need because of some of the stuff I eat and drink. Plus, it has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. 247 this morning, by the way, Steve. Steve actually thinks I weighed less because I had a good picture at Progressive Field going to my first Major League Baseball game in 10 years at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. Listen. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's a better multivitamin is how I look at it. 
and it actually tastes better. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of the AG1 with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash money. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash money to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, Paul, let's dive into it. What do you have, eight, eight tips? On, yeah, uh, yep. on betting one on one. So the first one is no multiple team parlays. I mean, <laughs> I had some friends who went to Atlantic City, and you know they called me up. Hey, Paul, we're in AC. Can you give me some plays? So I gave. This was uh, during NBA season. I gave them a few plays, and they said, "No, no, no, no. We want the ones where you bet ten dollars and you win ten thousand. Click. Uh, I mean, like." These seven, eight, nine team parlays. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to take my nephew to go karting today. His school hasn't started yet. Just donate that money to me so I can pay for him to, to do the go karts and ski ball and all that stuff, as opposed to seven, eight, nine team parlays. And you see this promoted everywhere. Uh, it, it's it's a disaster. Now I don't tell people how how to spend their money. But I'm telling you, if you want to be profitable long term, you got to cut it out with these these huge parlays. So before we move on from that, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. Actually, I posted a Facebook and and uh, Instagram story as well. I got a boost from DraftKings, Steve. I got them. So the Eagles and Bills, right? The team I work for now, my childhood team, and my favorite team I played for. They were minus 125, Steve, to make the playoffs combined. DraftKings boosted them to plus 100. So what value did I really just get for all of our listeners, everybody on social media? I guess it depends on how much you bet, but what's like the percentage value there that I got with that boost? So minus 125 favorite. Let's evaluate that at a no-vig that it should win minus 115, yes, plus 115, no, would be the, the no vague line, if you will. So minus 115, I know it's a lot of math. It's like you win 54% of the time. Now you're betting at, e- at even money. So you're at a, um, a 15 cent advantage, and that's an 8% ROI. So every $10 that you bet, you should make 80 cents. Got it. Okay. Um Man, I'd be surprised if those teams don't make the playoffs. I got to tell you, really surprised if those two teams don't make the playoffs. So if you check my social media out, you can uh, you can get in on that. So I understand the multi-team parlay, Steve, and I know you agree with that. What about some of the some of the two-team parlays like like that one? Obviously, I got some value with the boost, but even if I hadn't. The problem with the parlays is that you can't two, – there's two major problems. I tweeted this. The biggest problem is you cannot get the best number 
on both games. So people say, well, mathematically, you get your true odds, not in same game parlays, but when you parlay different things that are independent. But if you're betting the Yankees and you're betting the Dodgers, by example, you might be able to find a minus 240 and a minus 250. Yankees is a bad example because they lose every night. Um, but if you go ahead and put them in a parlay, instead of laying 240 and 250, now you might have to lay minus 240 and lay minus 265. You can't get the very best bets at each book. Further, your bet sizing, it's Dumbo, Ross. You like the Yankees. You like the Dodgers. You wanted to bet to win something. So the Yankees game goes first. If the Yankees lose, now you like the Dodgers and you've effectively bet nothing on them because your parlay is already toast. But if the Yankees win, now magically you're going to bet 40% more on the Dodgers because your parlay is going to roll forward and be in action. That is not a logical bet sizing in any way. One caveat, Paul, great advice. Don't play the 7, 8, 10 team parlays. There is an asterisk. If you're playing against a parlay card with good payout odds, example, a 10-teamer that pays 650 to 1, and you have access to half a half-point parlay card with stale lines, and all you're doing is playing stuff like plus three and abs when the line's three on games and hooking all the great numbers that are not widely available. Well, there's guys that used to do a very nice living doing just that. So that's the big exception to the rule, playing stale lines on parlay cards. What's number two, Paul? Avoid the needle in the haystack bets. I, I talked about the March Madness, uh, you know, filling out brackets and things like that, which is fine. But when you're trying to pick winners pre-tournament, good luck. Uh, I would also say this. I have a lot of buddies who golf all the time, and they're into picking winners before the first round. I mean, <laughs> you know, every once in a blue moon, they may get one. But how much are they losing week after week after week trying to pick tournament winners. I, I'm not saying, you know, Sunday morning before the final round. I'm saying Thursday morning before the first round. Uh, those type of bets that are huge long shots, it's not going to be profitable long term. Number three, get the best number. And this is probably the biggest piece of advice that I got from Steve. Uh, and there were times when, a line moved, let's say the juice was minus 125, and then it went to minus 135. And Steve would automatically say the majority of the time, now it's a no play. Or if a point spread was minus two, and, and I'm, this could be NBA, whatever the sport, and then it went to three, three and a half. Many times Steve would say no play. That may sound like nothing to the average Joe. I mean, this, this is what a lot of guys will say. Well, they're going to kill him. You know? So what does that point matter? Or what does the extra 20 cents in juice matter? But we're talking about trying to win long term. So getting the best number is essential. And don't wait until Sunday at 1245 Eastern to play your NFL games. Uh, you guys put your show out on Tuesday. There's going to be actionable advice on a Tuesday before Sunday games. Why are people waiting until 1245 to play NFL lines that have already moved when you could have got a team that was, you know, at two and now it's at three or two and a half to three or three to three and a half or six and a half to seven. These key numbers, you, you have to get the best number long term. By example, you had all summer to play the Eagles over nine wins. You could have done it in June. You could have done it in July. Don't suddenly wake up 
right before the NFL opening day kickoff and play the Eagles over 10. It's too late. The number has gone. Um, and on a day-to-day basis, like preseason, Cleveland, Philly. Cleveland plus two, just sitting out there all week, goes down to pick them right before the game starts, settles back in, Eagles minus one, Eagles win by one. You got to win those games. You can't lose those games and you can't push those games. When the game lands on the number, you got to have enough outs and be aware and be watching the market that you got your Cleveland plus two or Cleveland tees to plus eight. Or by contrast, you got your Eagles pick them, head to the window, cash it. All right. So, Steve, my question there is in terms of getting the best number, is Paul referring to having multiple books? multiple apps to get the best number or is it more about getting the best of the number earlier in the week or both both be aware watch the marketplace everybody loves the detroit lions blue horseshoe loves detroit oh they're they're such battlers they love their coach well that's the narrative so if if you haven't bet the lions over already well it's too late now the lions season win number 6.9 should have played over six and a half plus money or even over six extra big earlier in the summer. It's fine. Let it go. Just let it go. They're the hard knocks team. Of course, everybody loves that team. Nonstop editing to make everyone look good. They still have a bad coach. They have a bad quarterback. Teams with bad coaches and bad quarterbacks don't go over seven wins, Ross. And right before the Lions kick off their disastrous 2022 season, play them under seven. Wow. <laughs> Steve. You're killing people's hopes and dreams here on the show as it relates to the Detroit Lions. By the way, do you know, have you guys heard of Symbol? Just heard about this. It's actually a a new sponsor. Symbol lets you trade pro and college teams like stocks and even earn cash dividend payouts when your teams win. It's like the stock market for sports. It's really cool. I, I, it just started. I think the app just came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. I actually bought a little bit of a team that I won't say because then I'll be called a homer. So I won't say who I bought. If you listen, fly to the Eagles, business, fly. If you listen to the Business of Sports podcast, Andrew Brandt recommended that you buy them. It's actually really cool because it's like you can see whether or not you think your team is undervalued or overvalued. You can own some of them and then sell. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's like combining um, sports betting with the stock market. And I know a lot of people out there that that love both those things. So download the Symbol mobile app for iOS by searching S-I-M, like SIM card, SIM bull, B-U-L-L, in the App Store. Use promo code MONEY to receive a free team stock Valued up to $150, Ponsai. So why not? Free, free $150. That's code money to claim your free stock on the Symbol mobile app. Number four, Paul. Recognize value in big favorites. You see a lot of content producers, and I have nothing wrong with these people. They're making a living. Everyone has the right to make a living. But people need to differentiate. Steve Fezzik is a pro better. Content producers are not professional better. Steve, by the way, uttered one of the greatest lines in sports wagering history when he said, I don't follow the steam. I am the steam. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I should I should put that on a, a painting somewhere. But anyway, I watch a lot of these content producers. They will not give out a play if it's minus 180 or minus 200 or minus 220. I don't know who started that. It's just wrong. Value is relative. You can have value in I'll give you one example from this summer. Now, I'm not a UFC guy, but I have friends who are, and they gave me this play. Noon's Pena, the rematch, okay? Pena won the first meeting between the two as a gigantic underdog. It was the biggest upset in UFC history. So the rematch, Noon's, I think I got it at minus 250, and the content producers would tell you, no way can you lay minus 250. That, that's ridiculous. There's no value there. Well, the scorecard was 50 to 43, 50 to 44, 50 to 45. Noons won easily. I mean, it was it was like one of Tyson's fights against Spinks. I mean, it was total domination. So just because you see a high VIG doesn't mean it's a non-playable game. Yeah, all things being equal, the Dodgers are playing against anybody. Uh, they're playing the Reds. The Dodgers are laying minus 250. I want no part of the Reds plus 220. That's the, the donk, donk, dumbo side. Maybe the Dodgers is right. You've got enough outs and you can lay minus 240. The problem with the Dodgers, if, if you're just a recreational better and you don't have many outs, you're going to be laying minus 260 because they take so much vig on those games. And whatever you, you do with these content providers – Stop it with these stupid Dumbo money line parlays. I don't want to lay minus 250 on the Dodgers, so I'll put them in a parlay, and now I can lay minus 260. Yay, I just charged everybody 10 cents more by making it look like I was getting it at even money because I parlayed it with something else. Don't do that. Number five, Paul. Advantage teasers in the NFL, a must. And we're, we're talking about moving the games through three and seven. Steve could probably give you the numbers, the percentage of what NFL games land between three and seven. So we're moving the line six points. We're going to minus 120 using two teams. And I only like to use two teams, but we're getting through that corridor of three points and seven points. I do these every week. I, Ross, I think you're a little hesitant on doing teasers. And I think average bettors are too because they don't understand the concept. And they're thinking, well, now I have to win two games. It is such an advantage to get through three and seven. You have to do these to win in the NFL. So I love teasers. Now. I, I was like I was like Tommy Teaser last week, <laughs> I mean last year. But I think two weeks in a row – I got burned, Steve, and I got a little skittish about some of my teasers. That's a real thing. It's hard to like, it's hard to just keep doing stuff after you lose multiple times in a row, you know? Absolutely. You know, the good news is if you've been playing the no brainer Wong teasers, by the way, I'm friends with Stanford Wong, John Ferguson. Um, guess who like introduced him to teasers? That would be me and some other guys. So he's just the one. That Maybe you should have written the book, Steve, so it would be called Fezzik Teasers and not Wong Teasers. The problem is once you write the book, you're laying minus 120 instead of minus 110. So not not exactly a sage move to make the public aware of that. But I, I have one account, by example, playing preseason teasers primarily. And the last – I'm not making this up. The last 20 bets, 19-1, Ross. And that book just said, no more teasers. Thank you. <laughs> Paul, number six. 
disappointing. This kind of gets to what Ross just touched upon. If you lose two or three in a row, you you can't be that 10-year-old kid that slams his helmet down and starts crying over by mom and dad. All right, you have to have some discipline here. Don't go betting 20% of your bankroll on the next game or don't stop playing teasers just because you lost two or three in a row. And likewise, if you win three games, let's say in the one o'clock Eastern window, the early window, then don't all of a sudden play a 415 game just because it's on national TV and now you think you're red hot. Stick to your game plan like we talked about from earlier in the week, what plays you liked and what plays you put in. Uh, You you can't go crazy here over, you know, two or three. If, If I have some friends, they lose three games in a row and I'm getting these text messages about what's wrong, you know, Blah, blah, blah. If, if you're not willing to lose a couple in a row, then don't do this to begin with. And don't overreact to all this. Very important. I hear this all the time. People have a bad weekend. They're like, oh, I'm just going to take a day off on Monday. Clear my head out. It's. I got to tell you, this is so adverse to a, a true pro gambler. Um, one, it's probably just variance in your unlucky. Two, taking that day off, is, I assure you, is not going to suddenly make you a better sports handicapper. By example, imagine, Ross, go back to Princeton and you're like in your chemistry class and you fail a midterm. Oh, let me just take a couple days off, not go to class and not study. That's going to help me. Yeah, good plan. Good luck with that. Good luck with people, by the way, that don't get the fresh fall polos at Express. My daughters start school next week. Boom. I got to make sure when I drop them off that I've got the fall forward shades, fabrics, textures, love polos. I wear them when I'm going out to dinner like fancy. I wear them when I'm dropping them off at school, not fancy. Total game changer. What are you waiting for? Find your new fall favorites at Express online or in store. Seven, Paul. Don't bet the same every play. Uh, This is another one. I don't know who came up with this rationale. But you like certain plays more than other plays. That's natural. So you shouldn't, you know, if you're a $50 player, it shouldn't be 50 on every game. Or if you're a $100 player or, you know, you're throwing around the stacks that Steve is, you know, there are different games that you like more. There's nothing wrong with changing what what you're betting on games. Yeah, examples. The Nevada college football team is going to have a horrendous season this year. Their season win opened five and a half. Now, I didn't get it at five and a half. My buddy Brad Powers did at Brad Powers seven. Great college football better. How much would I bet on Nevada under five and a half wins? A zillion. I mean, literally, I would, Ross, I would be telling you to go ahead and, and I, I'm not going to raid my 401k plan. I'd have you raid yours also because it's going to win. All right. It's still good at under four and a half. It's going to win under five. That's like an 80% bet. So you should recognize bets like that. Like one that's out there right now, you know, you can bet Alabama to win more games than Tampa Bay. Well, I I really like Alabama over 11 and I like Tampa Bay under 11. So Alabama in a matchup against Tampa Bay and I got plus money. Another one to raid the retirement savings plan to go ahead and invest in that instead. I'm assuming playoff games don't count. Correct. Last but not least, Paul, number eight. Collaborate with people who know more in other sports. I have a good buddy who played college lacrosse. He follows uh, the college and the pro lacrosse leagues now very closely. He knows all the players. He's into props. 
Um, he gave me one of the biggest paydays in my life. I think it was last summer when a well-known book had a game time wrong and left the opening lines up while the game was being played. Okay, let me repeat that. The game is going on and their lines never change. So this guy who knows lacrosse, he's like, Paul, you're not going to believe this. And it was a low scoring game. So what did we do? Pounded the under over and over and over again. I would have never known about this if I didn't have a friend who was really into lacrosse. I think when you guys had me on the first time, it was because college basketball, I was at 62% a couple years ago. I had a very good year in college basketball. I fall that closer than other sports. Last year, I think I dipped down to maybe 58% in college hoops. But I, you know, a guy like Steve with the NFL or college football, I'm never going to be on his level. But college basketball, I think I'm pretty good at that. Major League Baseball, I'm probably better than the average guy at that. So don't be afraid to admit, hey, so-and-so knows more than me and exchange advice. Paul, you got two minutes. We have a promise, 30 minutes or less, two minutes to give us a couple of college or NFL future bets you like. All right, real quick. And don't call me a homer because people who know me from being on the radio for over 20 years know I was not a Penn State homer, even though we live in that area. I like Penn State over eight and a half wins. It's about even money right now. I'm going to throw out Michigan and Ohio State. They're going to lose those. But let's. this is more of a schedule play to me. Uh, at Purdue Thursday night, I don't love that because Thursday night games, people have been throwing down a lot of 12-ounce curls. It's tough to win on the road in those games. But Auburn, very winnable game. People are going to have this mindset about the SEC. Auburn was 6-7 and seven last year. They lost their last five games in a row. Their season win total this year is 6.5. Doesn't that make you go, hmm, which I know Ross used to jam out to CNC Music Factory back in the day at Missing. But you have to question, why is Auburn's total at 6.5? They're a very public team. Um, and that's juiced to the under, by the way. It's minus 160. After Ohio State, Penn State gets Indiana, Maryland, Rutgers, and Michigan State. Michigan State is in-state college. It's a revenge game. Michigan State is ranked 15. Their win total at the books is 7.5. Hmm. All right. That's another CNC Music Factory play right there. So Penn State lost four games last year by four points or less. Remember Nick Singleton, my guy from Governor Mifflin, who Ross knows very well, freakish athlete. He'll be a freshman. They have a stud freshman quarterback if Clifford can't play. Uh, I have a buddy on the beat for more than 30 years who Ross knows, Rich Scarcella, great guy. He likes over eight and a half, too. He covers the team every single day. Time! Your time is up. I like Penn State over. Yes, and also Buffalo minus 230 to win the AFC East. No one else is winning that division. I'm out. Steve, agree? I agree. I also, you know, Auburn is like the most difficult schedule in the country. So that's why their season wins six and a half. I, we, Paul gave you two more bets to make. Go ahead and bet Penn State in that game against Auburn and in that game against Michigan State. So a little two bonus plays from Paul also. That'll do it for Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports. Paul Roberts at Paul Roberts Cuse. I am at Ross Tucker NFL. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. 
Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.